Uh, about the start cleaning those tires yeah, on green this time. Remember, they fan out down there to protect that bottom. Little Sunday drive. All right, boss man. Hey, cars off. Be ready. Yeah, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready. Be ready. Green flag. Green. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Inside Pass on WSIC. Thank you so much for spending your Tuesday morning with us. Tom Baker sitting six feet away, social distancing. You know, we got to do our part to uh, stop the spread of the coronavirus. Uh, Randy Miller sitting uh, front and center here with you. Uh, Nakia's back. We fired Nick. I'm just kidding. He's got stuff to do this morning. So, <laughs> um, but uh, so uh, Nakia's back uh, producing our show this morning. So, um, we got a lot of stuff to talk about, so we're going to jump right into everything. I, I do want to to say there's really not a whole lot new in in terms of you know sports going forward. The coronavirus, of course, still has the the entire world on a stranglehold right now. Um, although uh, not NASCAR related, but it looks like baseball is trying to come up with new ways to to make their season start. So. Being the optimistic person that I am, Tom, I'm hoping that if if they can come up with a way for baseball players to play baseball, then surely they can come up with a way for NASCAR guys to be able to race NASCAR in a month and then change. <laughs> well, um, look again, it's it's just tough, right? Because we've mm-hmm. never we've obviously never been here before, so we don't know what to expect or you know what's going to happen from day to day. Mm-hmm. All the numbers keep changing. Everybody keeps talking about um, being shut down until different times. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I th- I believe there's more optimism than what we're being told. I mean, I, it just it, looking around at what I actually see versus what we're being told, it feels like we're farther ahead of the game here than um, than we need to be. So, um I I don't know. I guess it will just depend. There's a lot of factors involved here um, in getting these sports restarted. I don't know how, for example, you're going to play baseball in Yankee Stadium, right? Um, you know, or the Mets Stadium. Um, you know, it's just um, it's a tough situation. And you know, I I my hope would be that we could we could go racing NASCAR style at Charlotte at the end of May. Right. But I, I wonder, you know, it's just, right. we're, we're, you know, we're on lockdown until April the 30th. The numbers in North Carolina look very good right now. Um, you know, in, ter- in comparison to other places. Um, but you know, they keep moving the peak back every week. Right. They tell us peaks next week, peaks next week. It's like, well, you know, so right. it, it, there's just so many things. You just don't know what to believe and you don't really know what to expect. But mm. we can remain hopeful, and that's what we'll do here on the show. Yeah, so for those of you who, who haven't heard, and just to give you a little perspective about what baseball is planning to do, um, they basically want to play all 32 teams in one location, which is in Arizona. Arizona is one of the states with the lowest number of cases, um, and they don't have a stay-at-home order. So what they're what baseball is trying to do is is get the feds to let them basically ship everything to Arizona and play all 32 teams at various practice uh, facilities and, and stadiums around the Arizona, around the Phoenix area. Um, all the players would be quarantined in a hotel room by themselves in complete isolation, so no family is allowed to go with them. Uh, it's going to be about four or four and a half months of self-isolation, so the only places that the baseball players can go is from the hotel room to the stadium and back to the hotel room, and that's it. 
So I mean, I don't know how that even works. I, I don't either. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> and then the other the other part of that is is that uh, the the f- the federal government would want would want each baseball team to have their own uh, COVID nineteen testing done every single day. The, the fifteen minute, the five minute test that the president talks about every day. Um, each team would have to corn- would have to test every player every day before every game. Um, and so, I, I mean. In, in my mind, it seems like it would work, but at the same time, it's like you know that's a lot of work just to put yeah. a baseball season and, together. And so. then all these are all these places are going to play? Are they you know major league stadium size? They're I mean, they're are they? spring training facilities because yeah, a lot of the teams so, do their spring training in Arizona, so it's so basically you, their. You can't you can't count any of those stats yeah. toward you know you're mm-hmm. you're basically playing. It's the equivalent of a real life sim game, pretty much. You know, and, and I just. It feels to me like that's just way too complicated and way too. And who's going to go watch these games? I mean, seriously. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. Um, I I think we're we're lucky in motorsports if you think about it because we do have the sim, which has given us some television and at least kept you know the fans and drivers in touch, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, and all that's good, but we also it's it's not as complicated for us to go to a racetrack and run a race um, as it is necessarily for, you know, a bunch of baseball players to go play a baseball game um, in the sense that, I mean, yeah, we, we obviously would like fans, but you know, we can reach the fans through, you know, through television and whatever and, and still hold the events. Um, and we can pick and choose where we hold our events. In other words, we can say, well, Charlotte's safe. We'll go race there. But we've got to move Mid Ohio back in the schedule because Ohio mm-hmm. is still. You see right, what I'm saying? Right, we exactly. can manipulate a little better mm-hmm. and and kind of make do if we have to in some ways more so than the the ball sport um, situations can. Right. Um, speaking of which, IndyCar, yes, made some serious scheduling changes. They did. They um, they they did. Um, Basically, well, it, it, not only changes, they pretty much put a, put together a whole new schedule at this See, point. I mean, it's, it's pretty much a whole new 2020 schedule. I've said from the start that I think every once in a while you can get a silver lining in a dark cloud. Exactly. And yeah. I'm personally not a big fan of the Detroit Grand Prix. So just from a pure selfish standpoint, <laughs> if there was one like, event I'm okay that had with to be it. canceled, right. bye. Exactly. Um, and I will gladly trade that for doubleheaders at Iowa and Laguna Seca. Mm-hmm. And a third race at Indy. Yes. Albeit yes. a second road course race, but a third race at IMS in October. Um, I think this new schedule, I wish they would just Xerox it and let's do it every year. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know? Exactly. I mean, put your early season events back in, of course. We'll talk but more then, about the IndyCar schedule when we come back from break uh, because it, the, the season opener is going to be a pretty interesting race as yes. well. So we'll talk about that when we come back. More of the Inside Pass on WSIC with Tom and Randy right after this. is News Talk 105.9 Lake Norman 100.7 Greater Statesville WSIC where Huntersville turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts financial stuff it's so confusing where do you even start with a trusted partner who knows the options and can understand your individual needs that partner is Joshua Doby from the North Main Financial Group in Cornelius and host of North Main Financial, Saturdays at noon on WSIC. Hello, this is Joshua Doby, and I'm excited to share financial education while securing your financial future.
future. Whether it's stocks, bonds, life insurance, partnerships, or anything else, we're here to help. Join me Saturdays at noon and visit us at NorthMainFinancial.com. For WSIC, I'm Fox 46 meteorologist Nick Koser. Cloudy overnight, we'll see a low of about 58. Tomorrow, back up into the middle 80s we go with a 20% chance for afternoon showers under partly cloudy skies. And then for Thursday, partly cloudy with a high of 80 degrees and it'll be dry. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Koser. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. I'm Nick Soboleski, a select quote agent with a true story that could save you hundreds of dollars a year. A woman named Linda just called. Her husband, Ray, has a $300,000 group life insurance policy, but is changing jobs and can't take it with him. Well, I shopped the many highly rated term life insurance companies we represent, like Prudential and Mutual of Omaha, and found Ray, who is 41 and takes medication to control his cholesterol, a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $27 a month. That's almost twice the coverage for less than half of what he had paid. If SelectQuote hasn't shopped for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-589-5599. That's 800-589-5599. 800-589-5599. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at slugquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. Hey, hey, this is Tracy Austin with Mental Fitness Matters. I want to leave you guys with a tip for the week. Time is on your side. Right now, we have a lot of time on our hands. Remember, time can be wasted or maximized. Let's all commit to maximizing the time that we have. Focus on what's in front of you right now. Get up, get dressed, and get going for the day. You may not see the benefits of this right now, but I promise you, when you come on the other side of this, you will be glad that you used your time wisely. Let's win together. Hi, this is Darren Strublow. Join me for my family-friendly show, The Darren Strublow Comedy Show. We'll have some fun and get you set for a great week. Sunday night at 6, right here on News Talk 105.9, 100.7 WSIC. This is Justin Loft, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, The Inside Pack. Welcome back to the Inside Pass on WSIC TV and radio. Thank you so much for watching and or listening to us wherever you may be in the greater Lake Norman area or if you're listening to us via the live stream on the website. Thank you for listening to us as well. You have an opportunity to call us and uh, let us know what you think about the, what's going on in the, in the racing world. You can call us at 704-873-1400. We do not have a guest today, so it would be a perfect opportunity for you to call us and, uh, and let us know what you think about the IndyCar schedule or any of the other things that we're going to talk about uh, coming up in the show. We were talking about the IndyCar schedule when we uh, went to break. It's pretty much a brand new schedule uh, from, from the ground up. Detroit um, is the latest uh, race on the IndyCar schedule to be canceled, uh, for, but it will be back in 2021 from, from what we've been hearing. Um, they've added a doubleheader at Iowa and Laguna Seca and another road course race at Indy in October. The season will now begin June 6th at Texas Motor Speedway. I have been to the race at Texas Motor Speedway. It is one of the most exciting races all season long, even though it is an oval, it is an oval race. It is one of the most high-speed races, um, usually the race right after the Indy 500, but now it's going to kick off the season. I'm excited for it. I think it's really cool to start the season at Texas. What do you mean, even though it's an oval track race? Well, because most people, put, most not most people, some people prefer IndyCars to stay on road courses as opposed yes. to oval races. You, yes. on the other hand, Boom. are a oval track. Well, um, I'm too you know, old. 
Well, it's not, it's not See, even that. It's it, just no. It is. It's it is that, and I'll tell you why. It's because I I I grew up watching IndyCar on ovals yeah. with AJ Foyt and Gordon Johncock and all of those drivers mm-hmm. of that generation that had far more courage um, than you know than I do, and you know we didn't used to complain about how dangerous it was or how um, IndyCar, the IndyCar itself is an extreme racing machine. So, you know, it's like drag racing. If you took, if you took the NHRA top fuel division and you put it on a, on a strip half the size and it only gets to 150 miles an hour, it's not as exciting. Exactly. Right. Right. IndyCar for me is the same. IndyCars are supposed to be on the edge of insanity. And when you put them on some of these street courses where they barely break 100 miles an hour and they bump into Jersey barriers trying to pass people, to me, that's not as exciting of a show. Mm -hmm. Now, I understand because I do love good road course racing. I understand that from a road course racer's perspective, road course racing is not about edge of the seat hair raising it's about perfection and technique mm-hmm. and outbreaking and whatever so it when you look at some of these events um you know the the, the long beach event probably draws eighty five thousand people a mm-hmm. year it's not one of the best races by any means it's a tough course to pass on but it draws a lot of people because it's an event it's it's for a specific type of crowd so to me starting on an oval at texas makes perfect sense and creates an energy going into what I think is one of the top road courses in America, road America. Um, it, two weeks after that, to me, that's you got in June as of right now, Texas road, America and Richmond. There you go. So you <laughs> got the ultimate your, like soup bowl of, yes, of, you know, IndyCar you competition. Know, if you can go to those three places, a, a high speed speedway, a road course and, and a short track, and you can go run up front. You're a driver. Yep. And that's the way I think the schedule should look. And then we come back on the 4th of July with the NASCAR IndyCar doubleheader at the Brickyard. Um, of course, that's uh, the first road course race for the IndyCars, mm-hmm. um, the U.S. Grand Prix, yep. I believe they call it. Um, and then we go to Toronto, which I think is a great road race um, street course mm-hmm. for, for Indy. And very, the Canadians love it. And then we go to the doubleheader at Iowa. Um, races on saturday and sunday to round out the month of july um we come back to mid ohio then we go to indy uh itself for the 500 in mid-august and then finish up august at gateway you know again a shorter track so you've got mid ohio indy 500 and gateway in august nice mix september we run portland which is another great road course and then two at laguna seca before coming back to Indy on on the third to um, uh, of October to sort of well I say finish it off but they're still trying to fit St Pete uh, in there somewhere mm-hmm. at the end. So this is that fifteen races right now. Fifteen races. So and the, the original schedule was sixteen. So if we could get St Pete. No, back. the original schedule had fourteen. Oh, was it fourteen? Oh, okay. So they, oh yeah, because we, we added the Indy, Indy, Indy car. Right. In the Indy so race. so if we get the St Pete, then we'll have sixteen, and there'll be two right. more races than we were supposed to have. So. Yeah, that's right. 
So, so if you're going to make a whole new schedule, just add more races well, to the schedule. I mean, well, that's, hey, whatever. It, it didn't take Roger long no, to no, make, make his track more useful, did it? But no. look, I think this is a well-balanced schedule, mm-hmm. and it's quality. All no. of the, the, the courses that they're running are quality. I, I would have liked to have seen Long Beach in there because it is such a tradition. Um, but that just wasn't going to be possible this year. They just couldn't reschedule it. So other than that, you look at the mix. Mm-hmm. that we've got and i think that is a well-balanced indycar schedule and i love the double headers and i think i i know nascar's trying you know to to figure all this out um for double headers and i wish they would because to me i don't see any reason why we can't have more cup double headers and make more standalone races for the xfinity and and the truck series teams um, to go do to be the headliner or go team with IndyCar here or you mm-hmm. know wherever. Um, I I think I think out of this could come some ideas that could stick. Um, it, going into the future to make more variety and make some some better festival type race weekends for these yeah, series. Yeah, I think if you look at the Brickyard 400, I mean traditionally the last you know five six seven years it's been probably one of the most lowest attended races and that wasn't the intent when they started they wanted it to be yeah. this grand spectacle like the indy 500 um and so they brought the xfinity cars over to the brickyard and it really didn't do anything for them so i think having the indy cars there with them i think that's going to te- be a telltale sign as to whether or not indy keeps their in their nascar race going forward because i don't think that there's any check on the circuit with the exception of maybe you know daytona or some places like that where the the, the schedule is completely like you're going to get a race every year regardless um I, there's tracks on the circuit that from what i'm hearing if if they don't sell tickets you know next year in 2021 they won't be on the schedule in 2022 well <laughs> roger penske now owns indy right it, right and so, I, I think he's going to have a lot to do with people b- think, putting butts in seats but yeah, i'm I just think, saying you know I, they they need to do something because People don't want to see the, the, the Brickyard 400B as lowest attended as it's been well, in recent years. Well, it needs to be a better race. I mean, That's let's true. just be honest. It needs to be true. a better race. And here's what, I, here's what I think could happen. And I'm about to make all of my oval track friends really mad here. But I honestly believe it could happen. And I think, in a way, maybe it should. Hang on here. I could see this race going to the road course. And and here's the thing, if when these when the new car comes out, which is now not until 22, mm-hmm. um, it's more of a sports car kind of car. Right. So it may be that the new car, the way that it's built and the way mm-hmm. that it is, would put on an amazing race on the road course, and not so much on the oval. And you know, for me personally. I am not tied to the Brickyard 400 as one of NASCAR's staple events. I think you look for the best way to make the best race at Indy. Indy is not a traditional NASCAR track. It wasn't built for NASCAR. It was Mm -hmm. built for, for IndyCar. Um, you know, so I, if, if the road course could be and the Xfinity race will be on the road course this year, people, people need to remember that if, if the cup series could put on a better show on the road course, than they can on the oval once the newer car comes out. I have no problem with that being a road course race because I think that the Brickyard 400 needs to be whatever the best race can be. And again, winning at at the Brickyard is the key, not necessarily on the oval for Mm -hmm. the stock car set. That's true. So I'm open to the idea of trying that Mm -hmm. as I would be open to a race on Daytona's Roval, which we're going to get with the... um, 
uh, the uh, Bush clash next year. Right, right. And we'll see how that works. But again, I think once you get the newer car, you've got a car that's more versatile and could really put on some great racing on some of these courses. Don't be surprised if NASCAR experiments with a street course somewhere. And that, that could open the door for a lot more other road course races yes. down the road, too, which is which is also a good thing. Um, over on the other side of the world, the NASCAR Euro Series is going to begin their season, uh, although it will be iRacing when they start their season. Um, but the interesting thing here that's got a lot of people up in arms is that they're actually going to count their points in the iRacing world, which will be scored as if they were doing the actual race. And when the season begins, those points will just carry right over to the regular season. Some people love the idea. Some people think it's the stupidest idea ever. Tom, Well, your line. if we look at uh, NASCAR's iRacing deal and we did it that way, Timmy Hill would be in the playoffs. It's true. I mean, what Very could true. possibly be be not to like about the idea of Timmy Hill being in the playoffs? Um, now, a little bit of sarcasm there, folks. For those of you not picking it up, his sponsor would love um, it. His sponsor would love it. It this is this is just a bad idea um, because you've got a lot of drivers who are great on the track but really haven't bothered with the sim. It's, it's a different. Well, I'm, yeah, but I was trying to. <laughs> I know, in general, because just, he he's the first one that came to my mind. Which he's a subject Bubba of the next too, subject. We'll talk about it. You know, the, 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 this is going to, you, I, I think this, this is not going to translate well no. in the end. Not at all. Um, you know, I, I, I love that you could put some people into the, the, the winner's circle and, but can you imagine, um, if you ran a, and again, I'll, I'll just Americanize it again because our audience would be able to better deal with that or grapple with this. If we just looked at it as what if we did it with American NASCAR, um, if Garrett Smithley were to win a, a cup championship or Timmy Hill based upon points on the, on the sim, mm -hmm. I, I don't think the, I don't think the fan base is quite ready for that yet. Right. I, I just think this is a bad idea. I, I, I could see him doing something in terms of a, you know, make, making some sort of bonus or, or somewhere right. along the line, if you can, or a side thing over here, but not, not counting points toward the, no, that, that, that doesn't work for me. Oh, that's funny. I think you're saying something about the quality of your product if you have to if you have to make sim real life. Well, either that or you're just so desperate to get the series going that you're grasping at straws to come up with whatever you think, yeah. whatever excuse you can find to calculate points. Um, we are going to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, Clint Boyer and Bubba Wallace. They're both the subject of our next uh, line of uh, communication, and, and they both have something in common. We'll talk about that when we come back on the Enzyme Pass on WSIC. Stick around. This is News Talk, 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where Mooresville turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Headlines for North Ardell and the region, here's WSIC News. You've turned in to hear local news and so have a lot of other people. Your business could be advertising right here. Find out how affordable it can be. Call 704-872-6345, 704-872-6345. Radio family, it's Margaret Beveridge from the WSIC News Desk. A Mount Airy man was charged with trafficking cocaine after a vehicle stop Friday on Interstate 77. Daniel McNeil II was arrested on multiple felony charges. The NFL draft will be conducted in a virtual format with team personnel working from their homes. In a memo sent to the 32 teams Monday, outlined procedures for the April 23rd to 25th draft. 
For details, visit WCCBCharlotte.com. Global chemical manufacturer Dymax Corporation will create 59 new jobs at a new production site in Gaston County, North Carolina Commerce Secretary Anthony Copeland announced. The Connecticut-based company will invest more than $21.5 million in establishing a manufacturing facility in Gastonia. For quick links to free lunches for students and to apply for unemployment benefits, visit WSICFM.com. Stay tuned to WSIC throughout the day for more. I'm Margaret Beveridge from the News Desk. This is Melissa Nieder, host of Why Should I Care? I would like to invite you to join me every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. as I am redirecting focus during this time of uncertainty to have conversations with my guests that provide education, information, and interesting opportunities. Never stop learning. Are you ready to perform at your peak when it matters the most? At Mental Edge Fitness Solutions, we can help you avoid mental blocks, improve your focus, as well as perform under pressure by using science to see what your brain is doing in real time. Contact us at Mental Edge Fitness Solutions, 919-606-2566, or visit us online at mentaledge-fitness.com if you are ready to reach your peak mental performance. This is Ryan Scott with Randy Marion Ford Lincoln, and we are super excited to be in our new store on I-77 at exit 49B. It's a tough time right now. We get it. We're here to help you. If it makes sense for you to buy a car right now, come see what offers are out there. We do have 0% for up to 84 months. That saves a lot of money in today's budget. We have deferred payments. That can help you if money's kind of tight right now. So if a new car purchase might help you, come see us. Randy Marion Ford Lincoln at the new store. I-77 exit 49B right here in Statesville. Join Oswald Baptist Church Sunday morning at 10 here on WSIC. Listen to Those Weekend Golf Guys Sunday afternoon at 4. Hello, race fans. This is Chris Wright. Thanks for listening to these guys. Man, what some great radio hosts. You're listening to the Inside Pass. Our guest next week, Chris Rice, bringing us back from oh, cool. uh, commercial break. Uh, welcome back to the Inside Pass. Tom Becker, Randy Miller with you on this Tuesday morning. Thank you so much for watching us on digital uh, channel 25.2 in the Lake Norman area, or if you're listening to us on 100.7, 1400 AM or 105.9 FM, thank you so much for listening to us on your radio dial, or if you're streaming us on the web at wsicweb.com, thank you for listening to us there. You and... Uh, I think we are also on Facebook Live <laughs> on are WSIC really? this morning. You know, yeah. uh, Okay, well, there you go. So, so people so. get to actually see our mugs. Lord Instead have of just mercy. Them, yes. Lord have mercy. Sorry, folks. Seven zero four eight. Makeup person couldn't come in today. If you would like to, well, maybe <laughs> they're probably in quarantine. <laughs> if you uh, would like to call and complain, uh, do not call here. Um, call the office and ask for Mark and tell Mark take them off Facebook. Mark. <laughs> um, but if you want to call and talk to us about racing, it's seven zero four eight seven three one four zero zero. Feel free to call and talk to us. And uh, tell us what your uh, what your thoughts are on uh, what we're talking about today. So let's talk about the word of the day. Tom, explain to the viewers at home or the listeners on the radio what being bubbled is. <laughs> well, being bubbled is is uh, a term made up by Clint Boyer <laughs> of all people. He makes up a lot of terms. Who also, but. Who also said <laughs> who also said before that on the broadcast when he was told that after a very messy heat race where he was involved in several incidents that he actually was going to still get to start the feature. And he replied, "My give a damn broke." <laughs> he, I, I mean, think, I'm convinced that he is only there for the entertainment value. Yeah, Clint. Like he's, he has no interest in in you know going on and, and being like you know a, an iRacing racing superstar. He's there for the entertainment purpose. He knows his our, role. Yeah, he knows and his role. Here's the deal: 
so <laughs> apparently him and Bubba had a couple of scrapes on the virtual track. And it ended with, uh, I guess, you know, Bubba thought Clint hit, spun him or hit him or whatever. So Clint hits Bubba and, then, and, and you know, says that's payback. And Bubba, now Bubba's crashed. And um, now you get two resets in this game, in this, in this mm-hmm. sim um, to where Bubba could have simply, you know, gone to the virtual pit area and hit a couple of buttons. And I'm for, simplifying this. For, for those of you who don't know, basically a reset is if you wreck your car, you get crash damage during the race, you can hit reset and it makes your car. Yes. It's, it's basically like getting a backup car out and finishing the race. with Correct. It. You get two backup cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he had used neither. So Bubba could have continued. Well, so getting Bubba'd was Clint's way of saying that, you know, Bubba took me out or right. whatever. Right. Okay. It was a nice way of saying Now, going forward from that, Bubba, instead of going to the virtual pit area and hitting the reset button and pulling out his backup car and finishing the race, Bubba decides, eh, I'm done. Screw this. I'm out of here. And um, he turned off his he feed. He turned off his feed. Now, here's the problem. And this is this has caused an enormous amount of controversy in the within the fan base and, and people commenting on this. Blue Emu is um was a sponsor for Bubba. A for, relative news sponsor to NASCAR too. Well, yes. Um and they the signed with Richard Petty Motorsports, which is Bubba's team, mm-hmm. for a sponsorship package for the real thing. Okay. But they also paid for the, the rights to be on the car for this this TV broadcast. Now, people, listen, you have to get past the fact it doesn't matter what the content is that's being broadcast. It doesn't matter if it's a goofy, idiotic reality show about people hanging out on the island eating spiders or if it's, you know, a drama show or a, a, a sim race being broadcast. It's a TV broadcast made for TV broadcast. And Blue Emu paid to be on that car for the exposure to well over a million people worldwide, Mm -hmm. okay? And um, when Bubba shut off the feed and basically quit the race, he basically eliminated, this was like lap 10, he basically eliminated the exposure for Blue Blue Emu Mm -hmm. on that car that they had paid for. They were no longer going to get that for the rest of the race. Correct. So... Um, Bubba then proceeded on his Twitch feed and on his Twitter feed to sort of mock his decision to quit the race. I'm sure without thinking in the least, I just, I just basically broke a contract with a sponsor. Blue Emu came back and fired him on the spot on Twitter. You know, if that's uh, good to know where you stand, you know, (laughs) you're done. Have a nice life. Have a nice life. Um, and at first, I thought this was just like back and forth horseplay, and apparently it's serious. Yeah, it's it's, now, it's a real thing. Here's again, people. Before you go, well, that's ridiculous. It's just a game. It's a made-for-TV broadcast, and Blue Emu was paying to have their product in front of you know a million plus, and that's just the cable subscription. That isn't mm-hmm. you know that, that's that's only a portion of the actual audience that tunes into these things. Um, and so, you know, you can't, you just can't do that. Um, and what's happened now is if this is the case, then Richard Petty Motorsports just lost sponsorship money for the real thing because they were supposed to be on the real car exactly. for a couple of races later as well. Mm-hmm. So um, the, the truth here is 
that Richard Petty Motorsports, should they choose to, and I'm not saying they should, and I'm not saying they're even thinking about it. I'm just saying they would be fully justified in replacing Bubba in that car going forward. To keep Basically the firing him or either to, to, to keep the sponsorship, sponsorship or because he costs them, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which is money they don't they that they need. Right. Like they're not a high dollar, you know, team like Joe Gibbs Racing. Right. Any sponsor they get, they need to keep. So you can't. You you have to remember, and this is Bubba. I I I've been I've known Bubba a long time, and I'm I count him as a friend, and I and I think highly of Bubba. But Bubba sometimes forgets that you have to think before you act and think before you speak mm-hmm. because you you can't just dismiss well this is a game and and not realize that that sponsor was tied into this game or whatever mm-hmm. um you know you you have to be professional you can't you're you are always your brand and you know bubba was hired as the driver of the car with the blue emu <laughs> sponsorship on it you can't just make the decision it's one thing if you if you actually try and you get crashed out twice, blow your two resets, and then, you know, have to be done with the race. That's part of it. That's no different than a real race scenario. But you can't just unplug and go away mm-hmm. when your sponsor's paid to be involved in that event. Right. And, exactly. you, you know, you're basically the promoter of that sponsorship for the event. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's where it got him in trouble. And, th- and again, social media, you got to be careful. Yeah. Everything you say can and will be used against you. That's exactly I mean, that's right. That's pretty much, you know, you have the right to remain silent. It's just, you know, it's like yep. the, the, the Miranda rights or whatever. Uh, so for me, you know, you look at this situation. And of course, you know, Tom, you, you've been telling everyone, obviously, this is an entertainment. This is an entertainment package. We're right. not doing this for, you know, points. We're not NASCAR Euro. We're, um, we're, we're not, not doing it for. it's real. Right, exactly. We all understand it's for the entertainment right. value to keep the sport you know, going until we can get back on the racetrack. So obviously, all the drivers know this is all for fun. No, no one's being serious. No one. I mean, some people are taking it a little bit too serious at times. Um, but at the same time, it's you know, you go into this race knowing you're here to have fun. You're you're here to you know so- socially interact with your fellow drivers and just have a blast. You know, for for fans to enjoy themselves. So Bubba goes out there, you know, and, and Clint gets into Clint or whatever. And, you know, it's it's like I've done it plenty of times when I was a kid, you know, just getting mad at the controller and just throwing it against the wall and going, I'm done. You know, I quit. <laughs> um, but I didn't have sponsors attached right. to me either. Exactly. Um, so it's a whole lot different story. But, I mean, obviously I think looking back now, Bubba would understand, you know, Clint is – he didn't – I don't know if he heard what Clint said. I don't, You know, I don't know how they, they – can. I don't know if they can hear each other, you know, when they're talking or whatever. But um, – Obviously, you know, Clint's poking fun at himself because he is Clint Boyer and that's what he does. Um, but when you're when you're Bubba Wallace, and like you said, you can't you can't just assume that, okay, it's a video game because even though Blue Emu didn't pay probably nearly what they would pay in real life, they're still, like you said, paying for the exposure of yeah. it. Um, and looking back now, you know, this is a situation where his sponsor was paying for the entertainment part of the package, but also had paid for actual races down the road. Right. So now you have a potentially unsponsored car going into whatever races Blue Emu had, had paid for that now without that extra income or without a backup sponsor to put on that car, if those cars, those races don't come back, 
you risk the chance of not even being at those exactly. races at this point. Yeah, and that's and, and that's the key. And Landon Castle was also a Blue Emu sponsored driver in that event. Mm-hmm. He also got wrecked. He didn't quit. Oh. And and so this is a situation where you still have to you can clown and have some fun, but you have to understand that this is no longer this. It's not like a bunch of these guys just showed up at a Chuck E. Cheese and decided to race each other. Okay, this is a television broadcast. So, you know, you, 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 you've just got to stay plugged in. And here's my problem. It is Tuesday at shortly before noon Eastern, and I have yet to hear from Bubba Wallace. You know what? I learned a lesson. I'm sorry. Right. That would have gone a long way in perhaps opening we, the door for William yeah. to, you know. To, I think we need to hear that at some. We need to see that at some point that he's learned from this because the fact that it gets put on television and has now this worldwide aspect, or, or at least internationally, because on the U.S. and Canada, and anybody with a Fox Sports app can get it. Mm-hmm. So it is worldwide. It elevates it now to an event where you have to consider the dollars invested by these companies and by Fox to put this on. So, you know, there are commercials even around the broadcast and even our Charlotte Fox affiliate got smart this week and, you know, (laughs) decided to carry it. Um, So again, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those situations that we've never faced before. And hopefully Bubba will learn from this, but you know, this is not the first time where he's kind of let his, his, Mouth got him into trouble. It's you true. know, he he's had situations in the pay. He admitted to spending on purpose one race, I think, last mm-hmm. year or the year before. You know, sometimes you just got to think before you act. And if you do that, then usually it takes away a lot of this, you know, a lot of this that's, nonsense. That's you very, know, it keeps you out true. of trouble. That's true. Um, so we'll, we'll continue to, to follow that uh, situation and see if Bubba responds to uh you know, what has happened uh, yesterday. So we're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got the rest of the news from the NASCAR world. Uh, Stick around. We'll be right back on the Inside Pass on WSIC. This is News Talk 105.9 Lake Norman, 100.7 Greater Statesville, WSIC, where North Charlotte turns first for breaking news and severe weather alerts. Did you know that Vesuvius Italian Restaurant Pizzeria caters? That's right. Give them a call today at 704-924-7464, 704-924-7464, and let them make planning your next event or family gathering effortlessly. They're right at the Lowe Shopping Center, 118 Ventura Lane, Statesville. You won't find a better Italian restaurant anywhere. That's Vesuvio's Italian Restaurant and Pizzeria, 118 Ventura Lane, Statesville. For WSIC, I'm Fox 46 meteorologist Nick Koser. Cloudy overnight, we'll see a low of about 58. Tomorrow, back up into the middle 80s we go with a 20% chance for afternoon showers under partly cloudy skies. And then for Thursday... Partly cloudy with a high of 80 degrees, and it'll be dry. From the Neighborhood Stormwatch Forecast Center, I'm meteorologist Nick Koser. Be sure to catch Chief Meteorologist Tara Lane today on Fox 46 News at 5. This is Margaret Beveridge with your latest news. The Rowan County Health Department has confirmed that a second patient who tested positive for COVID-19 has died. 
the patient was in the high-risk category due to age and underlying medical conditions. The patient was experiencing serious illness prior to death. The patient's passing may not be related to the coronavirus. The Town of Mooresville's Public Services Division has been awarded accreditation from the American Public Works Association, or APWA. The APWA is a 501c3 organization that serves public works professionals providing educational opportunities that assist public works personnel to improve the quality of life in the communities they serve. The North Carolina Department of Transportation will temporarily close a bridge on Wallace Springs Road near Third Creek on Tuesday morning, weather permitting. The closure will be in place through June 12th while crews perform steel beam repairs. Stay tuned to WSIC throughout the day for more. I'm Margaret Beveridge with the News Desk. They're never going to learn how to deal with Trump because they're not used to seeing it. They're used to Republicans and conservatives staying quiet. They're used to Republicans secretly reaching out to the media and saying, look, I'm not one of those, right? You can trust me. This is why many reasons, one of many, they hate Trump so much. He upsets the apple cart. He doesn't play by the rules. Problem is that for the most part, he's still fighting all of this. Noon to three weekdays on News Talk 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. Hi, this is Mark Walters. Join me on Armed American Radio as I take a stand for our Second Amendment rights. That's Sundays from 8 until 11. I will be on your radio fighting for freedom right here on News Talk 105.9, 100.7, WSIC. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass here on WSIC. Tom Baker, Randy Miller here with you. We have a little bit of uh, breaking news. Breaking news. So Fox Sports and NASCAR have mutually agreed to not race this weekend uh, in the iRacing events because it is Easter Sunday and because traditionally NASCAR is off on Easter Sunday anyway. Interesting. Uh, the NASCAR, uh, NASCAR and iRacing have kind of, they, they talked to other teams, they talked to some of the drivers, and they said they would like to have this weekend off to spend with their families. Um, and would much rather do that than sit in a basement and play virtual racing. <laughs> so they didn't say that pre- precisely, no, 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 but no. that's the, the indication. Of so course. they are going to take this weekend off. They will be back next Sunday at Richmond. So okay, well, which I believe is the next race on the schedule. Anyway, there's no so. reason that no reason to um, no reason for anything other than nice job, guys. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Take take, I mean, a, I take a day off. And it's Easter. Let's focus on the real reason. The real reason we why we're all here. here yeah, exactly. Right now. So there you go. Um, so what were you going to say? No, I was just going to okay. say, so I'm just clarifying, there's no race this weekend. No they come weekend. back next weekend at uh, Richmond. The, the ratings did come out this morning, though. They, it was 1.1, I believe, 1.3, something. It's da- it was down from last week um, a little bit, but, I mean... Uh, it was a it was a pretty weekend yeah. in most of the most of the country. So I know some people probably just got outside. Um, uh, I just didn't want to see. I believe it was one point one. I'd have to pull up the tweet from uh, one point one seven nine. Okay. Um, the last week was one point seven. I believe one point three. One point three. Okay, so, so it was down. It, it a little bit. It, it wasn't was, horrible. Yeah, but. negligible. I mean, um, I bet eight, it goes up at Richmond after everything 18, happened. At yeah, really. Um, Eighteen. Let's see. Uh, 18 to 49 viewers. Uh, and again, remember that this is only cable. Right. Yeah. It, so and, if and, you're watching from your computer through a, a Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. for example, you're not going to be in these stats. iRacing is big on Twitch um, and, their yeah. I, and the iRacing, like, iRacing.com platform. So there's a lot of viewers that aren't being counted because a lot of people don't watch it on traditional TV. They watch it on digital media or whatever. So, so it went from 355, 355,000 to 306. 
which is basically eh. fifty thousand. Yeah, I mean it. That sounds like a lot, but really, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at how accurate these stats really are, again, because they only take into account one source that you're watching mm-hmm. from. Um, you know, it's really not. So they're holding their own at over a million, right. which is listen. Um, if if our show was reaching over a million people a week, um, which our Thursday Motorsports Madness show does because it's syndicated worldwide on the weekends, um, if we had an audience that big, we, we would be just fine with that. We wouldn't right. quibble over 1.3 versus 1.1. Tell your so, friends and neighbors to tune in Tuesdays yeah. at 11 o'clock. Yeah, exactly. we, we would love to have a million people watching our show every single day. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to, to what we were talking about with uh, with iRacing in Bristol. That wasn't the only incident that happened between Bubba Wallace and, and – um, uh, Oh my God, I lost my th- yeah, I, I lost my train of thought, Clint Boyer. I was thinking about the next part of the story. Um, <laughs> Kyle Larson and Daniel Suarez also uh, had a little bit of an entanglement, which actually cost them their race too, because iRacing. I mean, technically There's it was your word because for the day. I mean it's not really a wreck because it's digital. So, and actually, there was one point I think it was when 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 uh, uh, when Suarez spun Larson. Lost from sitting on the racetrack, and I think Logano went right through him, like literally just through the car to the other side. Yeah, and, and um, by the way, was it, well, that was funny to me. I was like, oh. Well, well here's what happens there. That I never happens to me when I race. I realize once the yellow comes out, if you go into the path of that other car, it's a caution. So right. it shows you going through the car. That right. It just means that you didn't really yeah, have you, any you, damage. It's like the the eye racing way of saying it, it was yeah. We, we, the we caution is always out when you see people doing that. We we probably would have had memorial services for Larson if that was an actual <laughs> race, but <Yeah>. still. Um, <laughs> in in any event, uh, they both were parked by eye racing because they kept going at it after the caution flag. They kept spinning each other out. So eye racing like, yeah, you, you're done. It's, go away. Well, yeah, and, and again, we we make a big deal of that on our show as if it's. You know, th- that was just basically Kyle Larson. Again, sort of, he, Kyle did did a Bubba the way a Bubba needed to get done. Like, it, it because, again, that's all part of the show, right. if you want to make it that. I mean, you know, it's kind of silly for a lot of us to watch, but it's it's part of the show. It, you don't unplug your, your, your feed. You you just go up and, you know, bang the other car, and then you both use a reset and move on, and everybody laughs, and, and we, we continue. You figure out what the rules of iRacing are, and you just break all of them until <laughs> iRacing says, all right, yeah. get out of here. Well, yeah. I mean, in, in so iRacing, because, again, you do want to, you know, keep up some appearance that we're trying to do this as if it were a real race. iRacing parked them both, and they should have, in my opinion. I just think it would have been. I, I think all this would have been funny if it was actually happening at Bristol, like in actual real life, because then you could just carry it over. But it's going to be interesting to see. I mean, they all get a week off, but the next week at Richmond, it's going to be another short track. So, yeah. you know, if Suarez is going to go out and wreck Larson again, or, by the way, know. Clint Boyer's best short track. It's true. It's very true. Maybe he'll actually start I'm smelling an upset. I think the, the, they need to make sure he's not drinking before the show starts. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's part no, of No, I think that's why. I think they that need could be. to let him drink before the show. <laughs> he'll he'll race a start. lot better with a beer or two in him. Yeah. <laughs> and he probably has a cup holder on his sim rig. So it's no, he keeps begging for beer, and, and nobody will give it to him. <laughs> you know, it's that's a, hilarious. But no, it's it's uh, again, that's just part of the fun. Yeah, it's part of the fun entertainment. Know? Without Clint Boyer, I don't think it'd be nearly as fun. Uh, so, going back to the sponsorship thing, we were talking about Bubba Wallace and, and Blue Emu. Uh, Joey Gase was the subject of, of another kind of, not really controversy, more of a, of a question that was asked of him on Twitter. A, a potential sponsor, um, uh, somebody who owns the company, I don't know who it is, but because I never actually went and looked at it, but 
Um, somebody reached out on Joey Gase to ask him how come he wasn't racing in the Sunday races, even though he's a NASCAR Cup regular. Yeah. Um, and, and basically, um, he basically said it was politics. Uh, there were a lot more words to that. But basically, he was saying that, you know, it. they don't have, even though they're full-time Cup regular, they don't have an automatic guarantee into the Sunday race. Um, which begs the question, why? How come not every NASCAR driver gets an automatic buy into the into it? How come some of them have to run the Invitational and other things in order to get into the race on Sunday? Well, but especially when it comes to a guy like Joey Gase who, who needs sponsorship and a sponsor is willing to come on board but wants him to be in the race on Sunday. Well, I need, to, I need more information. Maybe you can tell me better because I'm not sure. But I think that everybody doesn't everybody time trial – I, I think that there are there are a there are guaranteed spots for certain people. I don't know how ah, many they actually have, okay. but I think the top like twenty four or something like that are guaranteed every week. So the juniors, the Byrons, the Bowmans, those guys are automatically in every week. Top twenty four in real I, uh, top twenty four drivers by fan base. I don't know. I don't know how they do it, but I, I mean those guys aren't going to miss the race. Okay. See, so, I I thought I, I don't know the actual a- rules are. But those there are there are a set number of people who are guaranteed to race on Sunday. Okay. See, I thought we qualified and then did a like a heat race for those yeah. who didn't qualify. I thought that's what we were doing. Um, I, I guess I was unaware that there was some sort of a preference yeah. given, which I think must be what Joey's saying. And which yeah, I think that's the I mean, invitational part of the invitational series is well, those yeah, guys are invited I th- to participate I think, on Sunday. From what I understand. I think a side note on the Bubba thing, I think he wasn't invited and then he wanted to be. So they invited him <laughs> right. and then he does this. And there goes um, your Christmas card. Yeah. So um, I don't know what the situation is there, but I, all I would say is that if this sponsor was going to actually sign with him for real racing, then that would be one thing. If it's just a case of we're, you know, we're investing in the sim thing, it's a sim thing. I mean, it, you know, right. yeah, I think you got to, I don't know the whole situation, yeah, I don't but I do feel like, honestly, if you wanted it, but here's the problem. They wanted to get all of the series involved mm-hmm. and you, if you guaranteed the top 36, then that leaves four spots right. and that's it. Um, you know, which maybe that's what they should have done. I don't know. But well, then there are some guys that aren't iRacing. We talked before the show, guys well, like right. Martin Truex who aren't actually doing the right. iRacing for various reasons. So. Um, but, yeah, in which they they substituted Bobby Labonte. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I don't know enough about the ins and outs of that whole situation to really comment on it. Um, but, you know, I'm hoping that the reason Joey's mad is because this could have been a sponsor for the real car and not just because they were going to hand some money over right. for a sim. Right. That's all I will say about that, because that, that that to me would feel kind of, you know, I you know, come on. But I, if, I get it, that you know. point. <laughs> the, only, the only thing for me is, is that you talk about, you know, just like we talked about Bubba Wallace, guys like Joey Gase can't pass up sponsorship if it's if it's going to help them in the long run, regardless of if it's, you know, eye racing or the real thing. If they're going to get money for their a person's you know uh, brand on their race car, they they need that money regardless of where it's coming from. Well, so, I mean, but you know, qualifying. If you ran the race on Saturday and you didn't make it, <laughs> qualify in. The rules are the same for everybody unless they're not. And again, I can't comment fairly because I don't know how the whole thing is actually there set up. There are far but, too many iRacing you know. leagues out there for you to miss out on something because a sponsor does. You know what I mean? Like, unless an NASCAR right. wants the, the TV exposure from it. 
um, then I don't see. I mean, there's so many other leagues out there right now. You can just pick one and you know, have, well, you know, go yeah. for it. I mean, but I I just think that. Uh, I, I don't know enough about that. We'll try to find out some more detail on that for next week, and yeah. maybe we can talk more intelligently about it. I was trying to get Joey Gates on. He'd be like, you know, he could, but he yeah. didn't. I reached out to him, but he didn't yeah. say anything. Anyway. Uh, so also, uh, Trump met with sports reps on Saturday, uh, had a big conference call with all the major sports commissioners and representatives of all the major sports, including NASCAR and IndyCar. Um, indicating that he would like to get the arenas and stadiums opened up by August. He did not say anything about the tracks per se, but um, he wanted to, to make sure. He, he basically was telling the, the, all the sports brands, thank you for all of your dedication to you know, helping to slow the spread. You know, a lot of the, the players and some of the other uh, leagues have been yep. donating their salaries to arenas and stadiums across the country so that the concession workers and ticket takers and people that yes. work in the stadiums actually can still get paid. Um, but with NASCAR and, and IndyCar, it's you know they're struggling right now. A lot of teams are furloughed employees. A lot of teams have shut down operations. A lot of teams are, are doing different things, um, you know, to to kind of cut costs until we can come back. Um, and then on the other side of the spectrum, you have you know guys like uh, Dana White with UFC and Vince McMahon with WWE trying to figure out how to put on shows, you know, without an audience to to kind of feed off of. Uh, apparently, Dana White's buying a private island to hold UFC shows, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, whatever we don't have enough time for that yeah um but it, it's kind of an indication of you know it, it looks like things aren't going to be back to normal and there are some that say we we will never be back to normal uh, what normal life is like i um, agree um but at the same time it you know the the target date is august at least for for people to be back in stadiums and arenas and stuff but we are also obviously hoping that at least you know at least we can get nascar back because we need something to talk about um but even if it's without fans in the stands, we, we want to at least have some sort of, you know, yeah. light at the end of the tunnel, I guess it is. Well, again, and it's not for, it's not for our selfish reasons. It's it's because we... We want to keep our, our jobs. Well, <laughs> oh, well, our jobs are probably fine, but, but the, the, the jobs of all the crew members yeah. and all of that, you know, these are our friends. So yeah, we right, obviously exactly. want to be able to, to see them um, not be without pay. So, right. um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope we can make something happen. I, I just... Um, Again, this is all new, and in some ways, we're making it up as we go because we don't we we haven't had any experience with this in our lifetimes. So I think that's really legitimately fair to say is that we're mm-hmm. we're watching what's going on and trying to make the best decisions we can on a daily basis because um, we don't really have a clue. And we apologize for you repeating know. the same stuff over and over again. We yeah. just <laughs> we're grasping at straws, just like all of you, but, to, to you know, keep everybody entertained. Yeah, you know, I mean. Me and Tom and, and Jacob can only juggle so many, you know, so many bowling pins at one time. So um, we do want to, uh, before we go off the road, we do want to, to send uh, all of our, our well wishes and, you know, be safe to all of the first responders yeah, and nurses, doctors, everybody working on the front lines of this coronavirus situation. We want you guys to be safe. Um, we are glad that, you know, you guys are getting the equipment that you guys need to, to do your jobs. And, you know, we're sorry you have to be away from your family and, being quarantined all the time, but uh, hopefully, as we mentioned, there was light at the end of the tunnel, and yes. hopefully, by the time we get into summer, this will all be over and done with, and you know, we can at least go back to semi-normalcy in the world. Um, and we want to thank everybody for watching. We want you guys to be safe, and uh, have a great week. We'll see you guys Thursday on Motorsports Madness for Tom Baker. I'm Randy Miller. Have a great week, and we'll see you next week on the Inside Pass. <laughs>